Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. We are glad you are joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women taking care of us and our medical personnel doing the same here in the States. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Churn and Spoon is about to be back open up, but of course, Strange Brew has been with you this whole time throughout the quarantine, throughout the social distance. You should reward them with your, your business because they have they have stayed in business because of great customers like you. So go today, hit the drive through hit the walk-up window, or go inside and just keep your social distance. But do what you got to do to get one of their fantastic handcrafted drinks. Ice cold or piping hot, they've got you taken care of over there at Strange Brew Coffee House. Our friends at College Corner are continuing to give it away. You can't beat this deal. It's free money. Don't be the person who comes back to me. Don't come to be the person coming to me saying, hey, Brian, love the show, wearing that maroon is all that matters shirt. So I'm going to shun you. <laughs> I'm going to advise Joel to do the same. Well, At least you, every other day we shame maroon is all that matters we, shirt. We should do it every day. I'm just saying, right now, you can get a nice brand new polo for basically 30% off. And that's all you've got to do. Go to collegecornerstore.com, search for gift card in the search bar, and you're going to get 30% off that purchase. Don't be the person who didn't take advantage of this special while it was still going, all right? You don't want to look at it and go, man, I had a chance to get a sweet new polo and I didn't do it. I just waited too long. Don't be that guy. Do it I today. I got a thought. Yeah. If there's a polo that you really want, mm-hmm. I mean, some polos can be pretty expensive, Maybe right? 60 $70. $60, $70. Say there's a $70 polo you right. want. Well, buy the gift card for 70 bucks, Yeah. and you get $100 worth. Right. So then you can get your $70 polo, and, and you got $30 left over. You can buy a hat to go with it. Exactly. It, 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 and probably still have five bucks or so left to put it, on something else. On a sticker for the back of the car. There you go. It takes care of itself. So do it today, collegecornerstore.com. Our good friends over at Advantage Business Systems want you to know that if you're keeping employees at home or if you're bringing them back, whatever the situation is, they can give you solutions to maintain a productive offense. Offense. Not offense, office. Mike Leach is about the productive offense. Not, not, not. I mean, both are good. Productive offices and productive offenses. You're not wrong. You're not wrong about that. Well, 45 years of business in this state, that's what Advantage Business System brings to the table. They understand what your needs are. If you need to upgrade the technology you have in your current office, they can fix that. Or if you need to get your employees set up remotely, they can set them up with the devices they're going to need. It doesn't matter what the problem is. Advantage Business System has a solution for you. So give them a call today at 844 Eight three three six two four five, or visit them online at absms.com. Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. We would normally just slide right into the rumblings right now, but we got a little, uh, we got a, a just a touch of breaking news. This is a thunder and lightning breaking news alert. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Neither Joel and I have been able to actually confirm this at the moment we're doing this, uh, this the podcast. But our friend uh, Steve Robertson has put the report out, and we have no reason to believe it's false, uh, that uh, sophomore defensive back Jerrion Jones has entered the transfer portal. Jerrion Jones has also retweeted the fact that he has yeah, entered the Jerian transfer Jones portal. Jerrion Jones himself so. retweeted a tweet <laughs> about being in the transfer portal. If that's not confirmation, that's pretty darn close. I haven't spoken to Jerrion, neither has Joel, and none of the people we've reached out to have been able to confirm for us at this time. But, again, I have no reason to doubt Steve's reporting. You know, Steve wouldn't put it out there unless he was 100% accurate. It is, it's purely a matter of a little inside baseball. It's just a matter of procedure, you know. Somebody reports something, you go and you, you ask the people you ask, hey, is this true? And when they tell you it's true, then yes. you can you can report on it. And you do that because every now and then somebody does get bad information. Exactly. And you need to – it needs to be independently verified. Yeah. So I go back to when Moorhead 
uh, was was dismissed. McMurphy tweets it. I tweet who the person I need to tweet. 30 seconds later, yes, that is correct, and I can move forward with my day at that point. So we're going to put our money on Jerry and Jones and Steve Robertson's report being correct, uh, and that's that he is going to enter the transfer portal. And according to uh, what they're saying on 24-7 about this, that uh, Ole Miss is a likely destination. Which is, you know, that's a tough that's a tough pill to swallow. It looks like two of your five uh, transfer portal enterees, entrance, entrance is the word, not enterees, <laughs> entrance is the word, uh, are headed up to Oxford. That's that's a tough pill to swallow, especially when you consider that, you know, State's defensive line coach and defensive back coach from a year ago are there in Oxford as well. Uh, might raise an eyebrow or two. I, not that I, you know, I have any information about that one way or the other. It's just I'm going to put two and two together sometimes. Um but that said, of the of the five people you've lost, Brevin Jones and Keaton Thompson, much as I like Keaton, that neither one of those guys is going to be a starter this year, period. <laughs> but Fabian Lovett, Stuart Reese, and now Jerrion Jones are guys that were either going to start or play big minute, big reps for you this year. Are you starting to get a little concerned about the losses piling up for MSU? Well, not ideal. As we have, uh, I, be, I believe the uh, the word, and I, I don't want to have to pay Brian Scott Rippey twenty five cents, but it's suboptimal. I mean, I certainly would not have went into this spring assuming it was a normal spring, thinking you were going to lose what three projected starters. I don't, I don't think that I would have guessed that. You know, I I, I would have guessed attrition. Um. I don't think I would have picked the right attritionese, if that's a word, as we continue to make up words on Thunder and Lightning. Uh, It's not ideal. And the optics of it aren't great. I can't help but sit here and wonder if some of this, you can't trace a little bit of it or blame a little bit of it or whatever, back to the fact that these guys are everywhere right now. Yeah. They're, they're, well, that's, they're God knows where. That's a, big, that's where. a, big, uh, a it, big point. If they were sitting in Starkville going through spring practice and... Or they would have yeah, already or, gone through it or already. gone through yeah. it already and, and you had summer workouts about to start and things. If they were together, then I think some of this... Yeah. And I, I maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I think some of this get this crap gets squashed pretty quick, either by coaches or by their buddies or whatever. I think that a lot of this has to do with the fact that these guys are scattered all over the place, got a lot of free time on their hands, and you just you really don't get to see where you fit in, you know? Uh, you don't get to see how you're going to be used or what. I don't know. I think a lot of this has to do with the nature of these uncertain times. Brian. Oh, God. The only the only thing I would doubt about your situation not doubt is not the right word but make, make me want to question what you're saying is it's not it doesn't seem to be happening at other programs even programs that don't have or have new coaches you know are they having a lot of transfers at Ole Miss I, not to my knowledge I don't know uh, Missouri Arkansas I don't I don't know so until you know I do agree though that it's it's a problem uh, you know anytime you're in this kind of situation where you know. People have certain expectations, and you know you're sitting at home and you, you yeah. don't know what's going on. And well, t- let me play a little devil's advocate here, and I know you kind of did this a while ago, but just looking at each guy individually, Brevin Jones wasn't going to contribute, right? Keaton wasn't going to start, and right. as a quarterback, if you're not going to start and you're getting on up there in your career, like it's time he to was, go. It was time. It's time to go. Yeah. Um, Stuart Reese, we'd heard rumblings for forget weeks, months. Yeah. That he might, this might be something that would happen. Correct. So there's that. Fabian Lovett, I'll say allegedly because I haven't talked to the said family members, but Mm -hmm. he's always had family members that apparently did not really want him here. That that is a rumor that has enough smoke behind it that I'll believe it. Um, and so I guess what I'm saying is you could make a case Mm -hmm. that the only one of the five that's kind of like. Yeah. Is this one? It is J Dub right okay. here. I mean, I agree with that. I mean, I, I, I didn't see this one coming. We'll have to, to go back and look, you, do, look at these positions again. But, you know, there's not a lot of depth at the safety position. Jones was going to start. 
at Mississippi State. Now he'll head on to, to wherever. You know, like I said, I, it looks like Ole Miss is the front runner for that right now. We'll see how that goes. So, but that said, like I said five Bulldogs have entered the transfer portal uh, as of now, and we'll see. You know, as it continues. Now a lot of people are, are getting upset on message. Oh God, the transfer portal is killing Mississippi State. Not not saying anything about KJ Costello being at Mississippi State. Yeah, Scott portal, Lashley. The portal giveth. The portal taketh away. Yeah, if nothing else uh, that that Joe Moorhead ever said sticks with this program, that should stick because it's it's very true. You benefit from it. You sometimes get hurt from it. To quote another former Mississippi State coach, who uh, we we keep going back down memory lane with with Rick Stansberry, what it is is what it is, or there whatever he used to say. So it is what it is. Isn't that what he said? I, I thought I thought he had kind of his own little way of saying it, but yeah, basically. And what it is is the transfer portal can kill you sometimes, and sometimes it can be your greatest gift, as it will be at the quarterback position. So yeah, I agree. All right, let's uh, let's get away from the bad news and move on into the rumblings. Brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef, who want to remind you that whatever you're looking to put on the grill, if it came from a cow, they can get you taken care of. Burgers, steaks. Big roast. I've been watching some uh, some videos about smoking chuck roasts, sort of the same way you do brisket, but obviously it's a smaller cut, so it takes less time. Yeah. And I gotta tell you, they look pretty darn good. Might be something I'm, I'm gonna be interested in doing. You know, I got those beef ribs. I might want to throw those on the, on the grill one day and try to get those as a smoked product. Whatever you want to get, though, uh, they got you taken care of. So please give them a call today at six six two four one eight twenty twenty one, or just visit them online facebook.com slash welcome home beef and they will get you hooked up with anything don't forget they ship they've got they they their last sale their last live sale they do videos every week and they showed you know, they've got these great insulated bags that they're going to send you and you know the meat's going to come ready to roll you won't you won't be disappointed everybody who I've talked to who has gotten something from welcome home beef briskets steaks burgers whatever they've also the same thing fantastic you did us right. We appreciate it. So, again, 662-418-2021 or visit them online, facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef. Whatever you pick out, one thing is for sure when it's welcome home beef. It just tastes good. All right. A second helping of food questions here on the Rumblings. What's, what's, what are you laughing at? I just I, – I, I like your very good marketing uh, of Rumblings Food Edition Take 2. A second helping and just – yeah. It's just a good job. I'm praising you here. I appreciate good that. Job. It's like you're a podcasting genius. I'm like JBL. I'm a podcasting god. I wouldn't go that far. I was never a big fan of... Uh... <laughs> to learn, to learn, to learn. I, love, I, I like JBL the Hill, but at the same time, I don't. That makes sense. I thought his character was good, but I didn't really care for JBL. You know, the, the, rich, the rich heel always works for me. All right, enough wrestling. Let's get into food. We're going to have to shame somebody here on this first question, though, I'm afraid. So here we go. Our first question comes from, from Cooper Gordon, who wants to know, what is your favorite food you love going in but hate going out? So here's what I want you to do, Cooper. I don't know why this is what you want to hear about. I don't know why you want to hear about me taking a crap, but picture my big, fat ass on the toilet seat <laughs> right now. Picture that, since that's what you want to know about. My God, man, what's wrong? This is the question you have for me? You want to know about me taking a crap? That's what you wanted? Fine. The answer is Mexican. Joel, what's a food that you like to eat, but man, it burns on the way out? Jalapenos. Thank you. Hope we answered your question, Cooper. God. We really had to start with that? That was the first question. I don't don't have anything about the order they come in. What on earth? Hmm. <laughs> oh, mercy, mercy, mercy me. All right. Uh, we got... That's, that's what, what we're working We got with Brian Haydad Karskadden over here. I'm, I'm working. I understand. I'm just... Trying to confirm what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> uh, Patton Paris, what is the weirdest food you've ever eaten? Uh, I, I, I'm not very adventurous when know, it comes to food. I'm not just. I mean, probably I would say the one that's still a little weird to me mm-hmm. is uh, what is it? Calamari? 
calamari. Yeah, it's weird. That's, that's yeah, that's, 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 that's a little a, weird to me. But a I've eaten answer. it. You like it? I had it at uh, Old Venice. I think Old Venice. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Old Venice yeah. did have it. Yeah. I miss um, Old Venice. That was a good place to eat. Wasn't a fan. It's just kind of tough. Or at least. Well, that means it was not cooked well. Yeah. I like calamari. I was not a fan. Um, I've had more. Odd things. I've eaten snake, um, and it's okay. It's just pretty good. I think the answer though is going to be: I went to a Brazilian, one of those Brazilian steakhouses one time. They had chicken hearts on the uh, on the skewers, and I tried them, and they're not bad. Sort of an odd thing to say, you know, chicken hearts, but you know that's one of those deals where I, if it was the greatest tasting thing that there uh-huh. ever was, could never eat it because of what it is. And I say that eat in, as somebody that actually likes Sewer, a hot dog. That may taste like pumpkin pie, but I wouldn't know. <laughs> can't conf- I can't finish that line. Uh, I mean, I eat hot dogs, and Lord knows what's in a hot dog. I know what's in hot dogs. But you don't... You know, with hot dogs, though... It's sort of homogenous. You can convince yourself that it's, it's just, just a, a sausage. Yes. Yeah. yeah, chicken heart, it looks like a little... Yeah, yeah. and you know very, that what it was. It's one of those things, though. You're at the Brazilian Steakhouse, right? So you pay for everything. And they're just bringing the steak and the lamb and all that. You pay for everything, but you don't have to eat literally. Well, everything. they came by and I was like, you know, it's it's the, the the cost is the same if I eat it or I don't. It's like I'll try one, and they were okay. The cost is the same, but then you leave the restaurant knowing you ate the heart of a chicken. Well, I mean, I ate the the you know the 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 loin of a of a cow. I mean, it's, I know, but that's a little more common in America. I mean, I guess you know, I eat chicken gizzards. I love gizzards and livers. My dad so, does too. I'm oh, not a fan. Anytime. That's one of the things I miss about baseball. They had that food truck that had the chicken gizzards out mm-hmm. there. Oh, they were great. They were great. Uh, what's something you? Same one from Patton Paris here. What's something you didn't think you would like that you ended up liking? So, so, other than Ooh. chicken hearts, I guess. That I didn't think I would like that I ended up liking. Yeah. I'm. I, I'm. I'm drawing. A, I, there has to be something. What's something for you? I'm trying to think of something myself. Um, sushi might be the answer. Like, when I first tried sushi, I was like, I'm not going to like this. And now I love it. I eat it as much as I can. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a humongous sushi fan. I mean, I can, it, depending on what it is, I yeah. can, it's fine. Um, nothing's coming to mind, so I don't want to hold up the show. Okay. If you think of something, we'll come back to it. Chad Mask wants to know, what's your favorite kind of barbecue sauce? Not Not the brand, but the type. What kind of barbecue sauce do you like? Um, I like some with a little kick, mm-hmm. for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of like all barbecue sauce. Like, it's tough to give me like a barbecue, barbecue sauce. sauce. Well, I'm not a fan of that. There that. we go. That's an abomination uh, before yeah. God and man. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the, uh, like, the white barbecue sauce. No, or whatever that's mayonnaise. Yeah. No, I don't want that. But... You know, in any of the other... You want a red barbecue sauce. Yeah, absolutely. And, I like, and, a, like a thin or a vinegary kind of sauce. The best barbecue sauce, you know, and you said not a brand, but it's Dreamland barbecue sauce is my favorite barbecue sauce. The kind of I got that Killer Hog sauce from uh, our guy, Mal- our guy Malcolm Reed, who's been on with us, been on Sports Talk Mississippi with us the past few weeks. I thought it was great. Yeah, sweet, spicy. You know, kind of wonder if you'd like the. Uh, gonna, gonna give a shout out here to the the hometown smokehouse, mm-hmm. um, Sunny's barbecue sauce there in Ackerman. You, you've never ate there. Have never you? ate there. Um, but I'm it's kind of it. thin. I like, like that. You, you said. I think I don't maybe, like sweet super. I don't like like honey barbecue. I don't yeah, like that at there's, all. There's there's it. There's it. I don't like sweet. that at all. Okay. See, I can, I can handle some some honey barbecue. Uh, I, I it's not my favorite, but not, I, I don't like it. That's that's something I don't like. What is the ideal thickness for a cut of steak? And it just depends on how you're cooking it, I guess. You know, and and and, and you know how much time you're willing to invest in it. If you're willing to cook a tomahawk ribeye and put the time into it, I mean, a big thick chunk of meat like that is great. So, but I mean, for me, I, thickness isn't what I really look at. I'm looking at, you know, how, how much does it weigh? Yeah. You know, a one-pound ribeye, a one-pound New York strip, that's about right for me. 16 ounces. So however thick that is. What's your sit-on-the-couch game day food of choice? Uh, see, here's where I may get, maybe I get booed out of the building with yeah, this. Yeah. I really love, I don't know, I, th- I think you'd, you'll be okay with this. First off, I'm rarely at home for any kind of a right, game yeah, situation. Yeah. But I, I love pizza, mm-hmm. so that, that's that's there. Yeah. Um, I love uh, t- 
Tostitos, mm-hmm. you know, just chip and, and I love salsa. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a salsa guy. Fantastic choice. So to me, like ideal would be like pizza, and and I'm a big meat lovers. Oh yeah, deal. So yeah. meat lovers, and then just chips and salsa. That's like, a, I'm very basic. Joel, that's a perfectly acceptable answer. Okay, but I, I just thought you would say oh, too basic. You don't. No, it's game day. You man. idiot. I mean, I would like to have some wings. If, yeah. if I had, if you told me that you're gonna like Brian, I'm gonna put a spread out for you for a game day. I want some wings. Pizza, and I want chips and like chips and rotel, but the kind of rotel that has meat in it. All right, I want some. I want some sausage or something yeah. in there. That's what I want. But I'm gonna tell you, if you give me some Tostitos scoops and a crock pot full of rotel, that thing will be empty by the fourth quarter. Yeah. I promise. Yeah, I love the scoops. Yeah, if I can get a cooler of canned Coca Cola right next to the, to the couch, <laughs> where I don't have to move. I actually like, I, and, and I wouldn't mind you know throw a little Fritos in there too. I like Fritos are Fritos. great. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right, uh, Frito scoops. Yeah, yeah. Peyton Stewart, your top three desert island foods. Probably a lot of fish because you're on a (laughs) desert island. I don't know what the cow situation is there. Uh, For me, I'll keep it simple. Steak, shrimp, and ribs. I mean, that's great. (laughs) You can't go wrong with that. I I really would. I would include pizza as one of my three things. I love pizza. I I think because I literally could eat it every day. Mm-hmm. It's one of those foods for me that I could eat every day. So I would throw that in there. I'm very basic again. Uh, I would go... Desert I mean, Island food should be basic. I mean, really good fried chicken strips, like the, the ones that either that Gus, Gus's yeah. had, you know. Well, they still I have guess them. they still have, have them. It's not an Oxford. Yeah. And uh, the... What is it? The... the the, the chicken place now Southern that Coop. we like in Oxford. Yeah, Southern Coop. Yeah. Th- those are those really may be the, my favorite chicken strips. Like, they're better than Gus's. Okay. So I, I think I would go with those you chicken get strips. You wings when you go there, man. I, well, I get the wing sauce. I'm just saying. I, I just... Anyway, I, I would rather do it my way. Probably. Okay. Uh, hey, you know what? Whatever. I'm not so gonna... anyway, pizza, chicken strips, mm-hmm. and uh, sweet potato fries. I'm going to eating just terrible on this island. Hey, man. You're on a desert island. Yeah. Who not, cares? Yeah, who cares? What are the foods you always wished you liked, but you just don't? For him, it's grits and mashed potatoes. That's tough. Something that you're like, man, that looks good, but I just can't. I have one. Well, if it looks good, I would eat it. I say I have one. What? Eggs. I, I can't get into eggs. You know, and I like I see people putting an egg on their burger and it's runny and it looks pretty good. Or somebody makes an omelet and it's loaded with meat and everything. I'm like, that ah, looks good. I, just, I don't like eggs. I mean, I don't think there's anything that I'm like, I wished I liked. Mm-hmm. That you don't like? Yeah, I mean, because if I if I did like it, I would eat it. And since I don't, is I don't sushi want it. maybe one? I mean, I'm not. I I don't have that. Uh, what, what's it called? Is it FOMO, fear of missing out, yeah. or whatever? Everybody else eats it. And I, oh, I wish I could. do I've never been one to see somebody doing something or eating something or playing something. And be like, oh, yeah, I wished I was that. I don't know. I've just okay. Yeah, never yeah. been me. Okay. So, what is the most overrated and underrated fast food restaurants? Overrated is really easy for me. Underrated, I'm going to think about. The most overrated fast food restaurant. I don't know how... Po- I mean, I don't, I'm don't. i not a McDonald's fan at all. My kids are. It's tough to call McDonald's overrated when they're the number one. I mean, they are the most popular, you know. And I think people... I don't think people look at McDonald's and say, well, the food is really good there. It's, it's just cheap. You know what? Yeah. You know, and, you, and kids like it. So I don't think anybody's going to McDonald's expecting this great experience. My overrated is Raisin Cane's. I don't understand why people have this cult-like thing with Raisin Cane's. Mm-mm. It's just chicken fingers. They're not any any better or worse than I get at Zaxby's. Zaxby's or, is better. You know, Slim Chickens is not good. I'm not a big fan of theirs. They do have grilled. But also, and I've said this before, for me, chicken fingers is more about the vehicle to get the sauce to my mouth. And they don't have sauce. They have the Zax sauce or the Cane sauce, which I don't like. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why Raisin Cane's is so popular at all. So that's my overrated one. It, it is good, but it's... I it's agree good. With, I agree with you. It's just basic People are talking about they drive food. out of the way for Raisin Cane's. I'm like, I mean, I can fry it better at home. I can't fry Chick-fil-A chicken at home. I can't make it taste like that. But I can make better taste in chicken fingers than what you get at Cane's. I promise you that. Uh, underrated fast food. I'm trying to think. Maybe like a... Is Firehouse Subs Yeah, That was who food? I was thinking of. Because I, I, I don't like Firehouse and Subs. And I, I really like Firehouse And nobody ever thinks about them. They always, you know, it's always Subway. You know, they used to be Quiznos. 
Yeah. And they're just sort of tucked away there. I'm a fan of Firehouse. I Phillips. had me a really darn good chicken Philly the other day from Jersey Mike's. I love the chicken Philly. It was out freaking standing. I eat it once a week. I actually ate it today. I go I go once a week to Jersey Mike's and get a I have got enough I've got enough points to get a free regular. I'm waiting on I get the free giant. It was my first Jersey Mike's experience yeah. and Katie was like, "So what do you want?" and cuz she was going to drive by yeah. and pick it up and I said, well, "Let me look at the menu for 2 seconds." Now, the first thing I saw that caught my eye was that, that chicken Philly. Yeah. So that was what I said. It's good. She brought that sucker it's home. It's good. And uh I if think they, I'm going to make a return they, trip they this week. They have Pepsi is their only issue. If they were not if they were a Coca-Cola restaurant, we'll just I, I, I go home and eat. No, what I do because I come, I do I come on the way to work here. So yeah. what I do, I, I you know you have to do the, the, the U turn, right? Mm-hmm. I need the U turn. I go to Jersey Mike's. I go to Kroger. Pull in there. Get the get yeah. the Coke at the, uh, the 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 gas station part of it there, and then there's cut a, through the Lowe's. I cut thing. through the Lowe's parking lot, <laughs> and I'm right here by the studio. Exactly, exactly. You got me figured out. Peyton Stewart's last question for us. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, is Taco Bell actually real food? I'll fight you uh, right now, Peyton Stewart. Wherever you want to meet. Taco Bell is not only real food, it is the realest food. <laughs> I love Taco Bell. I'd never eat it. I mean, I've eaten it, Yeah, but I'd never eat it. The last time I ate... It's ta- good. Do you know the last time I ate Taco Bell was probably... I bet it was 13 years ago. Because when I was interning at WCBI mm-hmm. as, a, as a senior um, in college, I would go up there... And I'd go up there like late afternoon and help out like with the six o'clock news. And then I would try at some point either after going to get highlights somewhere or something to swing by Taco Bell just because it was quick, cheap, college student, whatever. So I ate it a lot during that spring that I was interning with WCBI. I don't think I've eaten it since. So it's wow. probably been 13 years since I've eaten it. You're missing Bell. out. It's delicious. I'm a big fan of Taco Bell. And it's kind of weird because I really love Mexican. Yeah. So. Rob Montgomery wants to know if you you never have one of these broad categories of food again, which is it and why? Asian, Mexican, Italian. Oh, that's easy. See, Asian is such a broad thing. I mean, Asian is Chinese and sushi, everything else. But that's the answer for me. It is me too. Yeah. I'm not giving up because Italian is pizza. I'm not giving that up. And Uh Mexican is tacos. I'm not giving tacos up. Yeah. Simple as that. And I could eat like fajitas every meal. Yeah, I like fajitas, fajitas and yeah. rice. If you go to Welcome Home Beef, they got the they got skirt steak, perfect for making fajitas. There we go. You need to go get you one of those. Uh, Butch Bailey's got a couple questions for us. Rank these second tier imitations: salsa from a jar, ribs cooked in a crock pot, mac and cheese from the box. I'm, I'm pretty. This is pretty easy for me. I kind of like all three of those. <laughs> Honest with you. you like ribs in the crock pot? I can, if you do it right, if oh, it's done right, it, it, it can't be done right. It's in the crock pot. Ribs belong on the grill, on the smoker. I can mac and cheese from the box. I got. I love Velveeta shells and cheese. Oh, fantastic! Now, now, what I don't love is that stupid commercial that plays during every SEC football game, where the couple comes home from the game like, "Oh, we got to get our shells and cheese." Yeah. I hate that commercial. Uh, salsa from the jar. I don't actually like salsa, so that's not an issue for me. I, um, I love it immensely. So. I know. Now, what's funny is, and you've had my salsa. I make salsa, but I have to have guinea pigs to taste this and make sure. Well, if you ever get bored and you just want to make some salsa and throw it in a jar, I'll take it. Okay. Was it good? Oh, well, yeah, I loved it. All right, great. I, I, mean, I know yeah, it's, it's easy to make. So, it's easy to make, by the way, Joel. You can do it yourself. Yeah, I know. You know not, it's very pink, my salsa is. Uh, so I'm going, the best is mac and cheese from the box. Salsa from the jar is two. Ribs cooked in the crock pot is an abomination. Not a fan. I, I think that if if you get the right person to do it, it can be fine. But it is it is number three in that list. Okay. Also from Butch Bailey, what's your favorite weird ingredient on pizza? Weird ingredient? I don't I don't go real weird. Yeah, me either. Um, I mean, chicken is is as chicken weird as I get, but that's not. I really like weird. a barbecue chicken pizza though. Yeah, I, I don't do a, a lot buffalo of... chicken pizza. It's really yeah, good. it's good. Yeah, I, I, have I had a buffalo? Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. I have had that, yes. It's outstanding. Yeah. Uh, my wife, when we were in New Orleans, we had a restaurant called Pizza Delicious. Good pizza down there. Mm-hmm. And they had a Brussels sprout pizza. No, sir. Don't want any part of that. Not only did she like it, now she makes her own. When she when, when she makes pizzas, makes homemade pizza, she'll put Brussels sprouts on there. Ugh. You yeah, don't like I, Brussels sprouts at all? Mm-mm. I love Brussels sprouts. I want no part of that. That could be your thing that, you know. That kind of surprised me, Mr. I oh. don't eat French fries, but I eat Brussels They're sprouts. They're good, man. I make good ones with bacon. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's good. 
Good buffalo chicken pizza, by the way. Yeah. Mellow Mushroom. They have a really good I like good the Mellow Mushroom. Food. I'm a big fan of theirs. I do, too. They, they got good food there. Ethan Brazil wants to know, should spinach be in a lasagna? Even though I like spinach, I say no, it ruins the dish. I'm no. with you. I like spinach. I, Love spinach. I got nothing against spinach, but I don't I don't want it in lasagna. Not in lasagna, though. Lasagna is meat, sauce, cheese, noodles. That's that's all that's all that it is. Nobody should put anything else into lasagna, in my opinion. There you go. Uh now you can get fancy and put different kinds of cheeses. Oh, you can put as many different kinds of cheeses yeah, and, and meats. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't put hot dogs in there. <laughs> but I mean, there are people who put poultry in their lasagna, put a little ground chicken or ground turkey or whatever. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Alexandra Watson wants to know. She's a good cook, Alexandra Watson. Uh, I love a Reuben. She what, made your uh, cheesecake, she right? She made my cheesecake yeah. for my birthday. She got me looking forward to my birthday again, which is months <laughs> away. But maybe she'll make something else for me this year. Uh, now you're going to be so disappointed if she doesn't. You're right. <laughs> Alex, you're on the clock. Uh, I love a Reuben. Well, when I try to explain it to someone that doesn't know what it is, it sounds disgusting. What food do you love, but when you think about what makes it up, it sounds gross? Hot dogs. Hot dogs is a good example. Sushi is a good example. Um, Some sushi, though, there isn't anything gross about it. I mean, it's raw fish, though. But, I mean, some of it's... You can get Raw sushi. fish with, with fish eggs? Well, you can get sushi that's not that, right? You can, but, yeah. I mean, it's usually going to be some ingredient. There's usually seaweed. Yeah. You know, there's going to be something in there people might go, really? Yeah. You know? So that's a good example. Another one from Alex here. Beef jerky is probably another one that I don't really know. Is there anything... It's just beef. I was thinking it kind of had some hot dogish qualities. No, to no, it, uh, it shouldn't. Like good beef jerky. Doesn't. I mean, I, like the Jack Link's beef steak no, strips. Just, I get. I know it's, it's, just, it's just beef steak, but but like I, I thought some of like the like the oh, slim you mean like gym, a slim gym. Yeah, that might I be a little processed that, yeah. kind of yeah hot doggy kind of thing. Yeah, you're right. Another one from Alex. Uh, what's the weirdest ingredient you put in your chili? I don't really like chili that much. Oh, I, I, love I like chili, chili, but I don't. I, I'm not making it at home. I love chili. So what, what's something weird that goes in your chili, then? Uh, nothing. Nothing? I, I don't put any... Mustard? Well, 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 let me go back. Let me go back. Mm-hmm. Because my favorite chili mm-hmm. is my mom's chili, mm-hmm. and she puts a little bit of sugar in it. Really? Just... Oh. A, and, and... Just mellows it out a little bit. I, you like that? Now, granted, I'm not... I wonder if you would like Cincinnati chili that has the chocolate in it. It's got a little pinch of cocoa and cinnamon in it. You know, I mean, my gut instinct is no, but they I mean... serve it over sweet... spaghetti, too. I don't know. Weird, huh? It sounds weird saying it, but I... don't mustard and chili. See, that doesn't appeal to me. See, you know, the thing I've learned about mustard, I don't like mustard, but, like, it's on a lot of barbecue. And I'm not talking about, like, mustard sauce. Like, people, they massage the meat with mustard, and it doesn't... You don't taste mustard at the end. When we did that rib competition last year, those all their ribs were smothered in mustard. You know, and then just it helps the rub stick on there and gives a little extra flavor, but it, it doesn't taste mustardy. Yeah. So it's weird. Uh, the Bosun Bulldog wants to know I've been thinking about trying a new steak, potatoes, and sauteed asparagus recipe. Sounds great. The potatoes are infused with horseradish. Should I try this? And what can I expect the horseradish potatoes to taste like? I can answer this question with, with one question of my own Do you like spicy food? The answer to that is no, you should not try this. Horseradish is spicy. It's very yeah, spicy. I'm not a big fan of horseradish. Yeah, I don't, neither am I. I like I like like chili heat, like peppers, mm-hmm. but horseradish is another animal. Clear out, yeah. It'll clear you out. You got a, if you got a stuffy nose. Have you ever heard of St. Elbow's uh, Steakhouse in Indianapolis? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. With their shrimp cocktail? Yeah. Have you eaten it? No. Okay. I know what you're talking about, but yeah. no. I- it's like the cocktail sauce is basically just a pile of horseradish with some ketchup thrown in there, and it will clear you out. But the other thing about horseradish heat is it goes away pretty quick. It's like you eat, you bite into a jalapeno or a habanero, that lingers. Stick with you. Yeah. Horseradish will clear out in a couple minutes. So if you like spicy food, yeah, give it a try. Report back as well. All right. Josh Patrick, what is our favorite pizza, the establishment and the toppings? Right now, yeah. my favorite is the, uh, I think it is the Otis. At the Otis Lost, Lost. That's a good pizza. Um, my favorite pizza that I've ever eaten in my life was in uh, when I lived in Memphis at a place called uh, was it called Milano's I think there was one on Sycamore View Road down from where I lived and there's they had their their Italian sausage was like the link Italian sausage they would just yeah. cut it into big chunks oh it was great yeah that's a good pizza 
Dave's Walter Payton knows. Dave's Walter Payton is good. Is there? Um, I mean, I am not discriminate. I like pizza, so yeah. If I had to, like, say right now, my wife's like, "Hey, we're getting pizza tonight. What do you want?" I would say an Otis from from Lost. Yeah, that's from Lost yeah, pizza. that's where I would go. Uh, what is the best wood for the smoker? What do, you, uh, what do you like? The best wood for the smoker. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You don't know. Okay. I, I've been using a lot of pecan lately. Okay. I like pecan. I like hickory. Mesquite for pork. I wouldn't use it on beef. I use it on chicken. Mesquite would be chicken is good. I've never tried cherry or apple. And I hear they're good, but I've just never used them. But I've been doing pecan lately. So you have a smoker? No, but I can. I have a grill, and you can yes. put wood on the, on the charcoal, and it'll give you yeah, some smoke. There you go. So it just depends on what you're cooking is the real question. You know, if you're cooking a brisket, I wouldn't go mesquite on that. But if you're cooking, you know, pork or chicken, you could. And here is the ultimate food question: Is a hot dog a sandwich? We have been asked this question before, and we have a theory of why a hot dog is not a sandwich, and that is because it is on a piece of bread that is not separated from itself. A sandwich has to have two separate pieces of bread. That is my opinion. I I can't credit this idea as my own. I heard it on podcast the other day. Okay. Um if if I told you that hey, I'm going into the other room. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to make you a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, "Okay." And I brought you a hot dog. Yeah, I would I You would, would look at me like I was a blooming idiot. Yeah, exactly. That is that is correct. I could bring you anything else. Yeah. I could bring you peanut butter and jelly. You yeah. may not like the sandwich I bring you, but you'd be like, no, that's a sandwich. It's a sandwich. If if you say, if I tell you I'm going to get you a sandwich and I bring you a hot dog, you I look at you me like me I've got four eyes. Yeah. Ex- no, you're not wrong. That That is a great, great example. Yes. A hot dog is a not a sandwich. A hot dog is not a sandwich. Under any circumstances. It is a stinking hot dog. Yeah. I say it doesn't have to be a stinking hot dog. It can be a really good hot dog. Yeah, there's no such thing. A hot dog, especially at a baseball game. Man, like you go to Truist Park, which has never hosted a game because they changed the name of the stadium and then. Shut down the whole. It'll be back sport. eventually. Be back. Anyway, uh, whenever they open it, I can't wait to eat a dog there. It'll I'm sure great. you can't. Jackson wants the top three places we've had a steak in Starkville. In Starkville, yeah. The uh, veranda and restaurant Tyler are, are number one and number two for me, and you can just put however you want to go with that. And the, the third one is the is the issue. Um. Like there's just not a lot of places, and I was never a big fan of Cappy's, but I've had a steak there. But it's it's good. It was, it's not there. I've really. had a really, Cappy's isn't there anymore though. Yeah, I mean, I had a really good one there. One, I, I had, I, I didn't eat at Cappy's a ton, but yeah, it, I hit the Breakfast Club is really good. I haven't been there yet. I need to go check that place out. Um, I've had, the, I've heard the steak at Commodore Bob's is really good, but I've never had it. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. Can I can Anthony's? It's not in Starville, but it's close enough. It's only fifteen minutes. If you drive. include Anthony's, I, that, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to put it at least number two. That's yeah, Anthony's is, and it may be number one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, that's what we're going with then. Jack, it's worth driving fifteen minutes, Jackson. Uh, Graham Yateman wants to know what our favorite alcoholic mixed drink is. So, well, this is all you, bro. All, all you know. You you have a you've had a margarita or something, right? I mean, I, I, I've tried like a sip, but yeah. it's just not my thing. I am a a, a vodka tonic couple limes kind of guy that's the breakfast of champions so here's 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 what you need to know about me graham if you ever see me out and i'm drinking beer i'm just out there you know enjoying my time with my friends and all that if i'm drinking a vodka tonic i want to get hammered i'm i'm wanting to be drunk so if you see the, the clear glass with the two limes you know that brian is there to to drink away some sorrows or something so uh john jeffrey nelson if we could open a specific type of restaurant in starville what kind would it be we were asked this question not on the last food rumblings, but last year. And we both said that we'd like to open a high-end pizza place. Wood-fired pizza, Italian kind of food, right? We got a, we had a, a person reach out to us and say, hey, I am opening such a place. It's going to be at the beginning of, uh, you know, towards the beginning of the year. Then all this happened. So I don't know if it's still going to happen or not. If you're listening, I sure hope that it's going to happen because they invited us to come check it out. And I was like, absolutely, we, we will, will do be there. That. Yeah. So, but that's my answer. I'd like to have. I mean, I like Dave's Pizza and I like Stromboli's, but I like to have like a real sort of artisanal pizza place. Yeah. Place and I want beer too. I want I want some good quality uh, draft selections. You know, that particular day in Omaha, mm-hmm. I did not get pizza. 
I got some when kind we went of salad. To the pizza place. Yeah. I can't remember what the name of that pizza place was, but that they brought you that pizza, and from just a visual mm-hmm. perspective, that was one of the best looking pizzas I've ever seen. Uh, and so that it was one of those kind of pizza places, right? Like you, that you're kind of yeah, exactly. Cla- they had clamoring the, for they got the, they had the wood fire place. Yeah. so I can find it. I can't remember the name of that place to, for the life of me, but man, that thing looked good. I think this is it. Hold on. Was it Pitch? Yes, I think it was. Let me see if I can find the address. If I see the address of the place, I'll remember. And that, that was it. I'm I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure that place was good. I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, that pizza was good too. Uh, where are we here? Uh, favorite homemade dessert. Um, I mean, cheesecake is yeah, probably it. I feel like you know, outside of my friend Alex's homemade blueberry cheesecake. Um, but I, I, I we've answered this before too. I think because uh, I keep going back to to Mama's stuff but as well. You should the uh, she used to make me this uh, chocolate chip cake. Yeah, thing. I mean it's pretty basic, but. Yeah, I love it. Mama's cooking's always the best. Loved it. That. that used to my always be my used birthday to make cake chocolate back chip in the day. cheesecake. And it, I'm not, it wasn't mixed together. It was yeah. like a layer of cookie, a layer of cheesecake, a layer of yeah. cookie. You bake that, and then you get these big squares out. Oh yeah. yeah. Now do you know what my birthday cake is, Brian? Chocolate chip. It is a fruit tray with her fruit dip that she makes. I mean, that, that sounds good, but wouldn't you rather have the cake? Uh, you know, I've gotten, I don't know, maybe I'm in my old age. Yeah, I forgot you don't like I would, dessert. I, I love just fruit and I love dip. fruit dip. Don't get me wrong. All right. Steven Strawberry. There are a couple of main dishes I avoid sides when eating them because I want to enjoy all of that one thing I can. Mm. Top three are shrimp, steak, and crawfish. What are your favorite mains that you enjoy and avoid the sides to keep from filling up? Crawfish is definitely one. I mean, I I might eat a piece of corn, but I'm mainly focused on the crawfish. Um, wings is going to be one. Like, let me get like wings and fry. Nah, just give me more wings. See, I'm I'm a dude that like I always like a secondary something. Well, if I'm eating steak, I want to have a potato or some yeah. or a starch of some kind. But see, I'm I'm like you mentioned wings. Like I'm the guy that would love to have a thing of fries with it. That's, like, not, that's I, not for I, me. See, I'm no. I don't think there's anything that. I don't want a, a second option. Okay. Like, there's not, I got you. If there, is a, if there is something, you know what it is? It's yeah. pizza. You know what it is like, for I don't me. need I anything else with a pizza. I got it. Now. Barbecue. Like, when we go to those barbecue restaurants, I just want meat. I don't really... I mean, I'll, I'll eat mac and cheese or some fries, maybe. Yeah. I don't really like beans or slaw. So, if we... But, I, like, for the most part, I just want to get, like, a tray of meat and some white bread, and that's all I need. So... Uh, that's fair. Ryan Nelson wants to know, what would we cook if Nick Cage was coming to our house for dinner? I mean, I'd like to find out what Nick Cage's favorite food is, and I would <laughs> be happy to prepare it for him. He strikes me as a guy who, you know, would not mind a, uh, a good steak, though. Yeah, so we can put that on. We call Welcome Home Beef up and hook him up. Are you in agreement here? I, I am. I okay. mean, unless Nick Cage has come out as like a vegetarian or something. I don't know. All right. Uh, which you might have. You never know. That, that guy's crazy. Do you prefer soft corn or flour tortillas with your tacos? Uh, I'm a flour guy. I usually go flour. Yeah, but I like corn. I, it can't go wrong as long as they're way. soft, though. I don't want a hard. Taco. I don't either. That's not a, either. that's not a real taco. That's tacos for kids. It, it is so hard to eat. I know. Why would finally, anybody finally a co-host who gets it? Why would anybody voluntarily choose the hard taco? If you're gonna go hard tacos, just get nachos. Yeah, yeah. Just get nachos. I mean. It's easier to eat. You put the meat in the hard taco and you bite it, and, and it, it immediately is going to crack in two, yeah. and you got meat soft, everywhere. Soft tortillas is the way to go. Absolutely. I can't remember, but is Joel team biscuit or team cornbread? I, Joel is actually team both, mm-hmm. but if I could only have one, it would be biscuit. That's team biscuit. We're claiming you. Okay. But if I go to like Cracker Barrel, I get both. Well, yeah, if you got the option, sure. But I would just get biscuits. What was your favorite meal that your mother and grandmother cooked? So we just sort of talk about that. What, what was your what was your favorite? mom's go to? Um. Well, okay. Let, let's let's back up here. Okay. What's mom's go to, or what's my favorite? Because well, I mean, it's, it's what, different. Oh, so if it's different, then yeah, I want your favorite. Um, probably like all time favorite. Mm-hmm. Although I never ask her to make this anymore because usually I try and get something because I, I, if she's cooking it for me, I want something that she's fixing that like my kids are going to eat too. Uh-huh. And so I don't think they eat You it. need to be greedy once in a while. Well, I just, 
I'm so you can e- always big chicken. I really am, and this isn't me trying to like pat myself. I'm so easy to please. Like I really don't. It's care easy to put some dino nuggets in the fr- in the in the microwave. That's true. For the kids. But anyway, I love her chicken spaghetti. Okay. So I would probably, if you just said all time favorite for your 35 years, mm-hmm. one thing, what would you say? I, I I would probably say chicken spaghetti. Okay. Uh, what about your grandma? Ooh. Um. Also, uh, another solid for Mama would be her meatloaf. Okay. I'm a big fan of that. And if my brother's listening, he just got mad because he hates meatloaf. So Sucks to be him. Yeah. Um, let's see. What, Mama, what would be her my favorite thing? Did you call your, your grandma Mama? Mm-hmm. So did I. Both of them. You had two Mamaws. Mm-hmm. That's a little confusing. I thought the whole thing was I had Mamaw Nell and Mamaw Etoy. I had Mamaw and Grandma. Yeah. It is probably a little weird that I had. That's, most I mean, people b- go with a different Both names. sides. Both sides was Papa, Mamma, Papa, Mamma. That's both crazy. But my, I had Mamma and Papa, and I had Grandma and Grandpa. Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think. What was her, what was my favorite thing? Probably her fried chicken. Okay. She she had, it was just different. It was a little bit Big Mama-ish. Oh, like an oven fried chicken? Yes. It, okay. was, a, it was a, yeah, I think I'd go with that. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, my mom, it was baked chicken. My mom's baked chicken was fantastic. Baked chicken, uh, mac and cheese. Now we're talking. Uh, my grandmother, we're going with my memo, my dad's mm-hmm. mom. Uh, I want some Lebanese food. I want some kubi. Um, you know, something like that. My grandmother, I didn't think she was that great a cook. You know, I love you, Grandma, but you know you, you know that this is true. Uh, but her homemade mac and cheese was the best I've ever had. Yeah. It was just really good. So... Uh, Patrick Cacero wants us to split the state into fourths. What is your favorite restaurant in each quarter? That's mm. that's tough. That is tough. You know, I mean, like... I mean, it's easy for you for, like, Hattiesburg. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about, like, the Pine Belt is one of the areas, I'd say Crescent City Grill is probably my answer. Um, in this part of the of the world, uh, you know, North Mississippi, Northeast Mississippi, uh, Anthony's, Anthony's is, is there. probably my answer for yeah. that, to be honest with you. Um, you know, like, the Delta. I haven't eaten a lot in the Delta. What's like the best restaurant in Tupelo? In Tupelo, yeah. uh, there's a lot of good ones, but I haven't ever been to them. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I, see, I, I'm, I'm never there for like, like a. The Neon Pig is really good. Kermit's Outlaw Kitchen is good. I uh, feel like every I time I, I eat in Tupelo, it's like something. It's always fast because I've never stopped in. I've very rarely stopped in Tupelo. Or at least if I've stopped there, I'm not eating. You know, I'm just I'm just there like visiting people. Um, and and, and truth be told, mm-hmm. in Tupelo, I'm kind of a Big Olive Garden fan, yeah. so I eat Olive Garden a lot yeah, when I'm Tupelo. Right. So, so um, and I haven't been to the coast a whole lot. So, like, I wouldn't, I, yeah. I wouldn't know where to start. I mean, there's a ton of great restaurants down there. Obviously, serving the kind of food I like to eat, a lot of Creole Cajun food. But so that's, that's that's a question, Patrick. I really can't answer that much. I, I, it's a good question. We just can't answer it. Tyler Hydrick wants to know: Should he buy a Traeger or a big green egg for his Father's Day gift? We got he got a lot of uh, responses. For some of our own listeners. Well, you, you could probably trust their responses more than you could trust Joel T's. I'm going to sit this one out. Yeah, and I don't have either of those things. I have friends who have them both, um, and I hear they're both really good products. From what I have, can tell, the green egg is a little bit more versatile. It allows you to do a little bit more in terms of smoking or, or direct grilling or whatever you want to say. You know, and it, it just looks cool back there on, on, on the patio. So go, go get yourself a green egg. You deserve it, Tyler. Uh, Lee Battle, my good friend, wants to know: sauced or dry rubbed wings? Uh, I'm a big dry rub fan. I like dry rub. Um, I, I don't like eating and getting crap everywhere. It's sauced wings for me, but I, I don't mind dry rub wings. So I, I yeah, I'm a big dry rub right. guy. Also, he wants to know why will I never bring my wife and kids to the bin for family dinner night? I wasn't aware there is family dinner night at the bin. I would not have assumed that the Ben, which is a place I associate with drinking as a bar, had a family dinner night. But I'm interested to learn more, and perhaps you will see me there soon. <laughs> I like the food at the Ben; it's underrated. Have you ever eaten there? Mm-mm, they got a they got a good menu. They got a lot of interesting. They have pizza and tacos, so you can get both. <laughs> that, have you that, that place is in Tupelo too? Have you heard about that place? Pizza. It's called Pizza versus Tacos. I'm not, but I'm extremely. <laughs> they have pizza and tacos on the menu. Maybe that's the best restaurant in Tupelo. I've never been. So, Ken Holmes, what food are you guaranteed to take a second helping of? Uh, I mean, that, that chicken spaghetti I mentioned a while ago is one of them. Um, <coughs> fried uh, macaroni chicken. and cheese. Yeah, mac, fried any kind of fried chicken. I'll, I would get. I'm going to get a second yeah, helping. Okay. Lasagna, and not just my yeah. own. Uh, I mean. I, 
if pizza counts, I'm, I'm always going to keep oh, going yeah. back until it's gone, probably. Uh, yeah, I mean, does it really count as a second helping if I order a large, sit and, down and with it, eat it? And you just eat the whole you know? large? Is that yeah, I guess if I go get some of my kids, <laughs> that would count. Yeah, that's good stuff. Have you ever had something at a restaurant that was so good you placed another order right on the spot? <laughs> he says, hashtag Kibby. I haven't ever had Kibby at a restaurant, so I need to. I need to go down to Ely's down in Jackson and get that. I'm trying to think. Have I ever ordered a second right on the spot? I have. What? It was a dessert. We were at uh, we were at Emerald's Delmonico, and uh, he had a chocolate coconut cream pie, and I ate a slice, and I was like, I'll have another. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for a bachelor party. I didn't care. I was like, I'm having another piece of pie. It was good. Something I may never be on again uh-huh. uh, after coronavirus uh, is a cruise ship. But mm-hmm. the last cruise I was on, I think uh, they have like these chocolate hot melting cakes. And oh, I, yeah, I lava cakes? That, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell yeah. them bring me another one of those. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, Kurt. That's says, one of the only things, by the way, as you may have just learned by me. Like, I, a lot of times we'll eat dessert on the cruise. I don't know why. It's just weird. Because you're on like, vacation. Like the uh, like the ice cream thing. I hit that thing up the whole time. Well, see, you should so live, every your, now and live then your life like it's a cruise ship. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. Now, now not so much. Yeah. Kurt asks us, says, thanks for being a five-star podcast. We yeah. now own the decisions on concession menus at Davis Wade for football games. What one-two food items would you remove from the menu, and what one-two food items would you add? Has to be food? Can't be beer? Because beer would be on the list. Well, it depends. For, you know, like for me, mm. it wouldn't help me. Any. Right. That would be something I wouldn't. Right. So what's, what are we taking off? I don't I'm taking off hot dogs, I don't even know what's personally. on it. Hot dogs are going to go. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't ever get concessions at Davis Wade. Um, I'd like to maybe get, I mean, if you're going to add some stuff. And see, if I start adding stuff, it may be stuff that's already there. I want a two-brother stand with some smoked wings and some of their sliders. That's what I want in there. Give me a two-brother's barbecue stand. And we'll go from there. Get, get Dreamland out. Because it's not real Dreamland. And then what will we... I guess that's what I, we're just doing a swap. A straight swap here. Dreamland barbecue out. Two Brothers barbecue in. That's what I'm doing. You in? I'm, I'm fine with that. All right, then. Uh, Steven wants to know... What I are, know what I would add. Okay, you got it. What do you got? Uh, I'm trying to think of some clever way to say it, but... Strange Brew. Somehow. Oh. I don't I, I, like... Davis Brew. I mean, nothing was coming to mind quickly. Yeah. But I would definitely add something in there where I could get my albino squirrel or something in the middle. That's a good point. I mean, too. a hot one in the middle of like, or, or the iced one if it was a yeah. blazing hot day. I got you. So. Steven wants to know, what are your feelings towards people who order their steaks over medium? Girlfriend and I were out at, to eat at Kessler Prime, and person behind us ordered a porterhouse. Well done. I wanted to slap them. You now, should have. Yeah. Now, well done. I got no use for that. The cow is already dead when it arrives. You don't have to kill it again. I'm not against that. I, I, I'm I'm more of a somewhere between medium and medium well guy. Yeah, somewhere in there. A little too much, but okay. Uh, anything above medium well, though, yeah, I don't. I care nothing about that. In reality, if you're eating a, a prime steak, like you're going to get at Kessler Prime, or you know the stuff you get from Welcome Home Beef, the good stuff, and or whatever. It's medium or down, because that's how it's supposed to be. Um, I was at uh, Harvey's one time and with a guy who ordered a filet, well done, and then as soon as it arrived, he started whacking ketchup on it. And I was just like, Dude, why, did you get a- why didn't you just get a hamburger? Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't have, so, you know, I'm, I'm not, I try not to be a snob about things, but at the same time, I mean, if you're going to order a good piece of meat, you should order it medium, medium rare. Medium is like the high end. I would say medium rare. Next time you go get a steak, I want you to I kind of do have a hot take here, though. Next time you get a steak, I want you to try medium rare and tell me what you think. I mean, I've had I've had medium and below before. Okay. I'm just not a fan. Like uh-huh. it, Because it, I'm a big visual guy, and to me, like, some of the the visual of the pink, and I just picture, like, the cow bleed. I don't know. I, it's just, I, I can't <laughs> get it out of my head. go, Joel. What, so, what, are your, what is your hot take? My hot take is people like you sometimes... Don't let other people like me just live our lives and let us eat what we want to eat. So this guy that you're talking about, if his night, if he ate that filet that should not have been well done, but he he wanted it that way with his ketchup slattered on it, I don't get it. But if that's how he wanted it, I think he should be able to eat it and enjoy it without judgment from you. That's my hot take. I've ran Brian off. He's no longer with us. I'm doing so. I'm still working here. <laughs> hey, I, I, I just gave up. I appreciate your hustle over there. 
I, I you know, I don't, I don't have a problem with a, uh, with I try, like I said, I try not to be a snob most of the time, but at the same time, uh, I mean, if you eat a, a high dollar steak, you should eat it the right way. But it's his dollar. I get that, but I mean, there's a reason most of the time the sh- that, like it says on the menu that we're not responsible for steaks above medium. It's because that's not how it's supposed to be eaten. And it's just that simple. Uh, this is an interesting one. I don't know about this one. Quentin Moran wants to say, My grandfather used to take leftover rice and put it in a glass of milk, add some sugar, and eat it with a spoon. Rice? Rice. Find myself doing that now when we have any leftover. It's good stuff. Ever heard or tried of that? I've also heard cornbread crumbs and milk is good. Now, I've heard now, of the cornbread now crumbs. My, yeah, that, that's... That happens in the Coleman. You not, do not, in my, not in my Coleman house now, my but God, my dad used to I'm surprised to do the milk doesn't instantly dry up when it touches the <laughs> cornbread. It just sounds like rice pudding, doesn't it? I guess a little, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. I so. think, actually, I think it's, uh, um, my dad, I think grandpa too, used to put like cornbread in like buttermilk. It was, I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, I, I, I won't know part of that, but yeah, yeah I've never heard rice in milk. I've never heard of it, but it just sort of sounds like rice pudding to me, so I don't know. But again, if it's good and you like it, you do your thing, man. Uh, Lynn McLaughlin says, I only season my steaks with salt and pepper. Is this normal? My wife puts all kinds of stuff on hers. She says she wants some flavor. I felt she ruined her steak from Welcome Home Beef. I only put salt and pepper on as seasonings. I don't add any other seasoning to it. But what I did last week, when or for Mother's Day, I'm sorry, is I created a mop. And what I did was I, I took the, the, the ribeye came and it had a, on the side, had a, a nice sized chunk of fat that I, you know, I'm not going to eat that, right? I cut all that off and then cut it into little cubes, put that in a pan and let that melt out, right? So it renders out all that fat, right? Then I took the, the what was left, the little cubes out, and then I added a stick of butter, a big sprig of rosemary and like five garlic cloves. And I just let that sit there on low heat and, and simmer. And then I brushed the steaks with it constantly. And I thought it added a lot of flavor. But that said, I normally just go salt and pepper. And then, uh, you know, but that's, again, sort of going back to what you said, let people eat the steak they want, the way they want to eat it. Now, I don't know what she's putting on there. Yeah. You know, a little garlic powder, maybe a little onion powder. If you're telling me she's putting like paprika or something on there, I don't know. <laughs> or Tony's, I don't, I don't know. But so. Uh, let's see here. We might be be towards the end. Uh, double A, Andy Atkinson says, pulled pork sandwiches with or without slaw? Without. Without. I don't like coleslaw. I like it on the side. Just. I don't like coleslaw at all. But actually on the sandwich? No. No. I want want no part of Meat on the sandwich. Um, Nomadic Dog wants to know our best gas station meal in Mississippi. I have fond memories of the Chevron on Highway 12 near the Garin plant. I live near that. That's actually about to reopen as a Phillips 76. I'm excited that they're going to... I got less driving to do when I want to get gas or a snack or something now. So, uh, gas station food? Uh, what's near and dear to my heart I don't even, is... Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't even know what it's called now. I hadn't eaten there in forever, but in Ackerman, right there. Not far from Coleman Funeral Home, just a stone's throw right there at the intersection of 12 and 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Cagle's Corner when I was like in high school and stuff. Yeah. Uh, chicken strips, mashed potatoes, green beans. You could get all that right oh, there. Oh, wow, oh, right man, there. It was great. Yeah. Uh, the best gas station food is actually in Louisiana because they have it all there. Um, in Mississippi, I mean, I can't think of a specific one. I've had great chicken at, at like four yeah. or five places. You know, I, I mean, I miss when it used to be Woody's. I mean, the, the chicken strips there were the best I've ever I had. I mean, the chicken strips over there right by my house. It's that uh, a mile up the road from my house at the... the At the quick stop? This Yeah, this gas station here on 12. You would never go that far down. Oh, 12, Sanders but, Grocery? No. Well, it's just it's a, a... Shell Station? Well, it's a Sprint Mart now. Right here. It's like you, you're you going down 12, and if you take like a if right... If you're going there, to Ackerman... You would take a right there it, and take it's it's old, links. Old 12, yes. Yes, yeah. right there. The, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, they have good chicken. That used there. to be the that used to be a meeting point. That's where if you lived past that and you wanted pizza delivered, we would meet you at that gas station. Yeah, I know where it is. Yeah. Well, n- now uh, mm. if I want Papa John's, they'll bring it to me. Well, yeah, because they've expanded the delivery area since. Well, I'm glad because yeah. there was a time though where they didn't go out that far. So in some ways, I hate that you don't work Papa John's anymore because I would just call Buddy, just so you'd come see me. Well, if if I still worked at Papa John's, yeah, I don't know we would know each other. 
Lord would have led us together. I hope. I don't know if you're right or not. Let's see. Uh, Mangum Cafe wants us to do the old start one, bench one, boot one with a fried bologna sandwich, a scrambled egg sandwich, and a grilled cheese. Uh, grilled cheese is top of the crop. Of that That's that the starter. Group. Yeah. Um, I actually like the other two. I think, though, I'm going to boot the, the egg sandwich. Yeah, I don't like eggs, so I'm booting that and the fried bologna's on the bench. Grilled cheese sandwich is a top five yeah, but egg sandwich to me is good i had them a lot growing up yeah i just don't like eggs so and that's it that's all our questions for today so all right guys uh tomorrow's show we're gonna play the what if game on tomorrow's show i've got some what ifs some butterfly effects things that we're going to talk about and then on friday's show another deep dive was lined up we're gonna talk about the 1990 1991 sec championship men's basketball team here at mississippi yeah. state Greg Carter is going to speak with us, as well as Coach Richard Williams. So we got a lot of uh, good stuff to get on that show. Looking forward to, to reliving a team that's sort of uh, sort of been overlooked over the past few few decades. Everybody thinks about the Final Four team. Nobody really remembers that SEC championship team. I've got a what if for you. Yeah. What if I'd have said no? What to be on the show when Bob left and you said Joel? I had a will backup. You join me. I had I had the other guys I was considering, but you were no, you were the top draft choice. So you know, I would have, I would have found another, I would have, I would have found somebody else, you know, and this how that would have been. Mm. So I didn't, I don't have to worry about that though because it worked out for me. So. Yeah, I guess All it's right. kind of like you know, what if my wife had said no? When exactly, I had to yeah. exactly. Not not really the really same, but still. All right, guys, <laughs> have a great uh, Wednesday. We'll be back with you on Thursday morning for Joel T. Coleman. Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.